Blog Talk Radio. Happy New Year, Happy New Year, Happy New Year, and welcome back to In the Barber Zone with your man Chavez Moment right here on Blog Talk Radio. Y'all, we're back. We made it through 2014. We're back on the air. So, everybody, welcome. Thank you for all the love, getting on me for the show. Y'all, I'm back. The voice of barbering is back. The voice of our industry is back. Y'all, it feels so good to be back on the air. Y'all, it's your man Chavez Moment right here. You're in the Barber Zone on Blog Talk Radio right here at barberzoneradio.com. Y'all, the number is 347-637-3850. Y'all, y'all don't know how good it feels to be back on the air. Um, it's been a lot going on in 2014. I was reviewing the records. Y'all, I only did like a handful of shows in 2014. So uh, a lot went on with the Barber Zone and myself. Um, all I can say is thank you, Jesus, and praise God for his grace and his mercy. That's all I can say. And, y'all, we here. We back on the air. We're going to keep it moving. 2015 is going to be something brand new, something positive, and something just prosperous for everybody. So, y'all, the voice of barbering is back in the Barber Zone with your man, Chavez Moment. So, y'all, I say thank you. Thank you for, for you know, staying on me, all the texts and emails. When the show coming back, man, when the show comes back, we need you, we need you. Y'all, thank you, y'all. Y'all, 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 y'all made me feel bad for not having a show. So, y'all, I I know it was all the love. So, y'all, I'm here. The voice is back. Y'all, be sure to um hit us up right here on Blog Talk Radio, uh, blogtalkradio.com slash barberzone. Or, you know, we got the link now. It's barberzoneradio.com. You know, share it with everybody. Um, hit us on Twitter. I'm getting it. it, it it's, everything is in, in Twitter. It's barberzoneradio. Um, setting up the Facebook page, which is going to be um, Barber Zone Radio in the Barber Zone. Well, uh, it's actually in the Barber Zone, the talk show. Um, hit us up on the email, which is barberzoneradio at gmail. Um, setting up the, uh, the Instagram also. Everything's going to be Barber Zone Radio. Hashtag us, Barber Zone Radio. You know, come get your head right. Y'all know how we do it. All y'all old in the Barber Zone uh, fans and 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 uh, supporters. So, y'all, um, before we get started, y'all, all of us, whether you were a sports fan or not, you knew about Stuart Scott. Y'all know how that man changed, you know, the the the, the sports casting from being a we don't keep it one hundred a boring mundane, you know, monotonous casting of sports. But, you know, uh, God bless us with a brother like Stuart Scott that added that, basically that hip-hop to sports, that hip-hop to sports casting. So, yeah, um, much prayers out to Stuart Scott's family, uh, everybody he touched, because, y'all, I was a good brother. So, uh, booyah, big guy. Booyah, up in heaven. Rest in peace, Stuart Scott. So, um, yo, Barber's on radio. We back on, y'all. 
we about to talk about something that's been going on for way too long. Uh, it's been going on, and, and I was feeling so bad that I wasn't having a show to be able to talk about these individual events. But, y'all, there's been so much violence going on in our communities, whether it's black-on-black uh, -black crime, whether it's um, crimes against individuals by the police, uh, domestic violence, um, children abuse, Whatever it, whatever it may be, whatever it's, it's, it's violence against another individual. Y'all, we got to stop that. So what we're going to talk about tonight is the role that the barbershop can play in, in, in helping to, to, to stop the violence, to start the healing. So, y'all, that, uh, that's what we're going to try to touch on today. Uh, the number is 347-637-3850. Um, if you want to tap in and, and give your opinion on how you feel or what you feel the, the, the role that the barbershop can play in, in stopping the violence. So, um, you know, think about that. So what we're going to do before, you know, you know how we do in the barber zone. Before we get into our show, we got to take a little time, man, like, like, you got to take a little time like you should sometime in every day and, and give a little thanks because, y'all, we made it through 2014. I don't know about you, but it was rough. So, y'all, let's take a time and just, you know, give a little thanks. Um, you know how we do it. Give a little prayer, man. Just anytime you're going through something, just stop and, you know, give a little prayer. First of all, thank you, Father. We just thank you for another day. Thank you for another opportunity. Father, we thank you for bringing us through another year. Well, you know, it, it was rough here at the Barber Zone, but you brought us through. So, Father, we just want to say thank you, give you all the praise and all the glory. Because, you know, what doesn't kill us makes us stronger. And if you let us go through it, it's meant to be, because we know in the end we're going to come out shining. So, Father, I want to say Thank you for all that we went through in 2014. And I know it's not just me, but it's everyone out there. So, Father, we just take some time to say thank you. And as we go into 2015, we want to use those trials and tribulations that we had in 2014 that we can be better individuals, better shop owners, better barbers, better individuals in your name. Father, that we look to you for guidance when we don't know what to do and we don't know where to go. But, Father, there's a lot going on in this world right now, and we need you more than ever. Father, touch us as we go to try to help combat some of this violence, some of these devilish minds that are going around touching our children, touching individuals lives in a negative way. So, Father, as we go on, give us strength that we can be better than those that are being against you. And as we go on, we want to say thank you. Because we can't repay you. There's nothing we can do to repay you for how good you are to us. So we just say thank you as we go forward. And in your son Jesus' name, we say amen. All right, y'all. Let's get into it. We're talking about and I see I got my 
I see I got my switchboard over here lighting up. I appreciate it, y'all. And we got a few individuals right here from, from 614 right here in Columbus. I appreciate y'all. Y'all, the number is 347-637-3850. We, we right here Barber's on Radio with your man, Chavez Moment, um, talking about what role can the barbershop play in helping to stop the violence? Y'all, first of all, we all know that the barbershop is the cornerstone of the community. And we, we're kind of charged to be that, 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 that go-between in our community. Because, y'all, we touch everybody, whether it be from president down to the homeless. Y'all, we're, we are that cushion, that, 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 that bridge to that, to that gap that we have between our young people and our older people, our, you know, our older role models that we need to be looking up to and, 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 and tapping into into wisdom that we don't anymore because of society and, and whatever else is going on. But, y'all, we touch everybody. So we get a chance to talk to these individuals that are out committing these crimes. We get a chance to talk to the officers who are dealing with the individuals that are committing these crimes and are responding in a a negative way. So, y'all, we kind of we kind of charge to to be that mediator where we where we can use our barbershop for more than just cutting hair, y'all. Y'all, when y'all open that barbershop, it's 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 like a community meeting place. It's a community gathering place. It should be the place where we're not just talking about. ESPN and what's going on on the videos, we need to be talking about what's going on in our community. We need to be talking about how we can children to get them in the right way. We need to we need to be talking about how we can mold our young men. We need to be talking about that stuff. So with that being said, we need to, we need to start having community meetings, community organizing in our barbershop. That's the type of stuff we need to do. That's the type of thing that if we do that, we can make a change in our communities. We should, we should, we should allow to have block watches in our, in our barbershop. Bring the community liaisons into the shop so they can talk directly to the community, the ones that they're affecting every day in a relaxed environment where it's not the only time that they interact with young black youth is in a negative way when they're called out on a call to break up an instant, uh, 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 instant a, a, a fight or whatever it may be. Bring them in where we can all sit down in the barbershop in the morning, have donuts and coffee and hot chocolate, and sit and talk for an hour to see what's on each other's mind. Because if we don't know what's going on, in each other's minds, we don't know how to handle or react or to, or to solve each other's problems. So that's, you know, that's kind of what I want to touch on, y'all. So enough of me talking. Y'all, 
Y'all right here in the Barber Zone with your man, Chavez Moment. Uh, BarberZoneRadio.com. Hit us up on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Um, email us any show suggestions. And if you're on, if you have the the app, the GroupMe app, in the Barber Zone, the talk show, we'll add you to that. We're going to be throwing out um, show topics and having, you know, dialogue about, about what's going on in our community. So uh, hit us up. Email us your information, add you to the group. That's BarberZoneRadio at gmail.com. So, y'all, I appreciate it. We're going to get to these phone lines. Let's see. We got a few individuals on the line calling 614. We got some, you know, some 846s. Somebody just hung up, but we'll get them back on the line. Hey, yo, um, what I'll do is, uh, for those of you who have never been on the show before, I'll call out your area code with your first three digits. I won't give out the last four and then um, get on here and jump in the barber zone and let us know how you feel about this topic today, y'all. We're talking about the role the barbershop can play in the health stock of violence. We got a caller from the 614-625. We got on the line with us this evening in the barber zone. Caller 614-625. Caller, are you there? All right, let's see. We'll try this again here in a minute. Let's see here. Call it from the 614-625-74 number. All right, y'all, we're going to keep going. Hopefully uh, we'll get them on the line and let's see. Let's see here. Ah. I don't know why we can't get them on, but we do have some other callers on here. Um, I see you hit that button, that that, that 704 number caller from 614. Uh, let's see here. Okay. Or well, it may just be this laptop acting funny, but we're going to see. We're going to get you on here, callers. So, uh Hello? All right, we're going to try to get you on there, caller. All right, let's try this again. Ah, sorry about that. I think we lost them. Okay, let's see. Right here in the Barber Zone, 614-704. You're in the Barber Zone. Who we got with us? It's Chris Burke in the building. How you doing, my man? Welcome back. What's up? What's up? Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Hey, I knew it was, man. I just like to have you introduce yourself, good brother. Hey, thank you, sir. <laughs> That's well. Um, hey, Bert. I, I, I don't know. I think this might might have been your people, man, with the six two five number. I don't know. I tried to get them on. Um, I don't know. I thought it might have been on my end. They may have uh, muted their phone, but uh, we'll get them back on. Hey, y'all. Okay. Six. Uh, here. Let me give out the numbers again, y'all. Three four seven six three seven three eight five zero. If you're listening on the internet through uh, BlogTalkRadio.com or BarberZoneRadio.com, um, give us a call. We'll get you on if you want us to uh, express your opinion on how you know the barbershop can can aid in stopping this violence. So, um, Bert, we got you on here, brother. Uh, share with people how what can we do, man? What type of things we can do? Because I know. Okay, first of all. How did that event go yesterday? Chris invited me to an event, awesome. man, and, and, and 
Hey, I, I apologize, bro. I, I had to go handle some family business, but how did that go, brother? Because that's something we need to do. Well, this was a community event put on by a church, and I'm trying to figure out the name of the church again. I know that it was Ministries for Movement was the actual program, but uh, being from Columbus, you'll remember this, man. Remember back in the day when um, cats was killing each other over in that 11th precinct over there on uh, Whittier and Livingston? Uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then they, they said that the death rate over there was higher in that area than all the rest of precincts of, of Columbus all added together. And so yeah. this uh, uh, the Pastor Lamar, I think is his name. Pastor Lamar was actually right burying here, the people for free. Oh, you got it. You got it right there. I, yeah. I have so it. So he it, was burying people it, for it, free. It's, it's, it's Family Missionary Baptist Church. Family Missionary, Family Missionary Baptist Church. That's right. Family Missionary Baptist Church. Yes. Right. So then they started a program, a march through the community, just to let them know that they were present and just to be like you said. Um, be a, an extension um, or a bridge, actually, from the community to law enforcement. And so, uh, and then also ministering to the families, you know, in, in the event of somebody going to jail or, or going to, uh, um, or, or dying. Like I said, he was actually conducting the funerals for free. Um, but they ended up marching through the neighborhood just to maintain a presence. Every, every first Sunday at 3 o'clock, and I participated in the 63rd consecutive march. It means that they've been doing yes. this for five years, nonstop, rain, sleet, snow, or, um, you know, whatever, man. They've just been out there. They've had as many as 400 people marching, um, and then they do it if there's only, uh, what did he say, like 40. 40 is a low number. But they yeah. go out well, there every and they, and they march. They, they go through the neighborhood for about a mile, a few blocks one way, and then back and right down and around and come back to the church. Once they get back to the church, um, it's right on point with what you said earlier today, man. Um, the the church becomes a resource center for the neighborhood. All auxiliary uh, and support organizations and whatever kind of program gets a few minutes just to let people know what's going on. If there's something that some needs that are met uh, that need to be met, um, people can ask questions. You know, is, is that for me? I heard I heard about um, some some uh, work opportunities for people who have a felony record. I heard um, about the bridging the gap program, which was is something that um, you and I had talked about the uh, the community liaison for um, the police department with the role playing. On how to interact with the um, with the police officers and whatnot. Talked about that. Uh, it was all kinds of people, man. There were there were people from the street, people from the church. There were um, people from uh, from the uh, like I said, the organizations. And then a judge was there. A lot of times, you, know, you get a lot of other uh, political figures there. So this it's a place where everybody can come and and put their voice out there, their concerns and their answers. It was beautiful. All I could see was barbershops across the country doing the same thing. Man, yeah, that's that's what we need to do. I I hate I was I wasn't able to get out there because it was so last minute. You hit me. I was like, yeah, ah, it was. What? Yeah, I, I was it in was. church. I was like, ah, okay, <laughs> yeah. I, 
<laughs> yeah, it was either call you and tell you about it at ten thirty, eleven o'clock at night, or uh, or nine thirty in the morning. <laughs> but hey, you know, hey, you know me, it's been better off to hit me at, at night because uh, once I got moving, it was over. But yeah, um, oh, no, that's that's what it is. See, and our and it didn't cost an extra dime, man. You already paid the rent for the barbershop. Yeah, you come in there, you you know, you get the people together. If you do the kind of march or something like that, you know, that don't cost nothing. It took us maybe about 15 minutes to go around the neighborhood. And then we came back, and in 45 minutes, I heard six people give a three- to five-minute spiel on what, they, what they're offering. And it's very casual because, I mean, you know, if the people had a question, you know, then they just raise their hand and ask the question. And then the next person just comes up. We we pray. We... Uh, we uh, went right into business, and that was it. Prayed to close, and it was over. But I'm telling right. you, that hour was so valuable. And if if we put our heads together and start strategically attacking some of the issues that are in our in our surrounding communities, right there where we do business, it's not even gonna not only gonna help the community, but it's gonna enrich in the business. Yeah, and, and that's what it is, y'all. We, we gotta realize we can't just we can't just take money out of the community because that's 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 what it is. When when you just cutting hair every day, you cutting hair and then you leaving because a lot of us don't live in the communities that that we serve. So you're you're you're, you're cutting hair, you're taking money out of the community, and you're not giving anything back. Let's right. start giving something right. back. Let's let's start using our our our, bob, our barbershops for what they were designed for, what they were what they were utilized back during the the, the civil rights times when we when we started all this crazy struggle thing. It was a place. It was a, a place to disseminate information. It was a gathering place. It was a place to be away from the the, the public and the the quote unquote powers that be. If we're, if we're trying to be better, y'all, we have to start where we all come together collectively. The one place that we all come together collectively in a peaceful mindset is the barbershop. That's right. Because no matter, cause, cause daily, no matter what's going on in your life, you can, be, you can get fired, evicted, whatever, arguing with your girlfriend, had a problem with your parents, your kids that got on your nerves. But as soon as you hit that door and open that door to the barbershop, everything goes away. Right. Think about that, y'all. Right. Everything, all your problems seem to just go away for a few minutes. The barbershop yeah. is to where we need to heal, start healing our community. Through all of these, Man, this, through, through all of these instances, through all of these tragedies, these gathering places, people is gathering at, at at the at the at the churches and whatever. I can't say that I saw any places where they were gathering at the barbershop, where they were holding community meetings or community rally places at the barbershop. Y'all, mm. come on, y'all. We we mm. have a space. We have a space where we can change our community. Like right. when I had my shop. If you right. if, if if you want if you wanted to have a meeting, have it at my barbershop. shop. I was a neighborhood pride spot. 
I was a, I was a voter re- registration area. You know, if, if you wanted to get some information out, let's do it. We had to shut. You know, we had shop talk stuff with 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 the Lifeline of Ohio and the Donate Life people. You know, along right. with a, a, another, a, along with other individuals here in Columbus, there are other individuals that's doing the same thing. So don't think I'm the only one doing it. There's other individuals like my man Al, like my man Lamont, who's starting the the the, the successful barber movement. You know, things like that. You know, my man Chris Burke here. So you know, y'all. It's, it's a handful full of us, but there needs to be a barrel full of us. You know, there's only a handful of us now, but there needs to be a barrel full of us that's making this movement. Yo, y'all realize that our our communities listen to everything that we say and take it as truth. The only other right. place where people go would go somewhere and they hear information and take it as truth besides the barbershop is church. What do people say? Man, I heard in the barbershop that da 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 da. I heard in the hair salon that da 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 da. Why can't it be? Yo, I went to this meeting at the barbershop, man, and we doing this. We we having a community meeting. We we having a community picnic. We having a community barbecue, y'all. We need to start having something positive instead of always having a gathering at somebody's grave site. Right? Why is be it proactive why instead is it? of being reactive? Yeah. Why is that, y'all? Yeah. Hey, y'all. Hey, enough of me talking. You know, I ain't been on here for a while, so I'll talk the whole time myself. <laughs> so, y'all. Again, welcome back. The voice of Barbara is back. You're in the Barber Zone with your man Chavez moment right here on Barber Zone Radio, barberzoneradio.com. Find us at blogtalkradio.com slash barberzone. Yo, we do this every Monday, 10 p.m., every Monday at 10 p.m. I might try something and try to move it up to 9 since we don't have Monday Night Football anymore. I can try to sneak it up a little bit. And see how you know, see how that reaction goes. Because I've talked to a um, talked to a few future guests, and they were you know they were asking about um, earlier times. Because y'all, something that that um, I'm I'm gonna be working on here for the Barber Zone for the show is a whole you know different little uh, I don't want to say format, but a whole different structure on on how we're gonna do the topics and how we're gonna do the show. We're gonna um we're gonna start start trying to do them in blocks, you know, in 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 episodes. So you know we're gonna start um, you know, this one was was a show that needed to be done. If I, if I need to do another one, um, like Chris, after we talk to the brother that 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 put that movement together, we get them. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll we'll definitely do another show, but um, we're gonna do it like. First is, is is the first thing we're gonna start with is is the barber business. Set it up where we're gonna talk about barber business, like shop ownership. You know, to, uh, get into the work ethics, get into the actual you know the business part, talking about taxes and you know booth rent booth rent versus commission, and you know 
your avatars and, and things like that. And, you know, then we're going to go into uh, maybe a four- or five-week show about health and wellness. Y'all, we're on our feet a lot. We do a lot of crazy stuff. We're doing a lot of cutting. We're doing a lot of uh, 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 bad eating. So we need to talk about that. So um, then we'll have a block with, with when we're talking about tools and products and, and, and techniques. So we're going to add a little structure so, you know, from week to week, you know, what, what we'll be talking about. So, you know, in 2015, we're going to add a little little more organization to it and, you know, get, get, it, get it better for the people, for y'all, because this is y'all's show. I'm just the one that just got to put all the stuff together and make all the blasts during the week. So, um, so thank you, thank you, thank you for staying on me. Y'all showed all the love while I was going through, you know, and I appreciate it. So, but we back on the air with man Chris Burke right here. See, we got some other individuals on here on, on the line holding on, y'all. Hey, I appreciate y'all. We in here talking about how can our barbershops be used to help stop some of this violence? Because, y'all, it's, it's, it's crazy out here. Crazy, crazy out here. Excuse me. So, y'all, the number is 347-637-3850. Um, if you want to say something, call in, press 1, let me know that you, you let me know that you know you want to express your opinion on this topic. Three four seven six three seven three eight five zero. Yeah, because a lot of this stuff, you know, it's all senseless from the beginning. It's all senseless stuff. But, yo, we have to take some some personal responsibility for our own actions from the very very beginning. A lot of people, you know, is is first of all, let me say this. It's a shame that these individuals had to die in the manner that they died in. God rest their souls and you know, prayers go out to their family. Yeah, that make no sense. But with that being said, we have to hold on to to some personal responsibility here. And 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 the 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 Brown case out in Ferguson, y'all. It's a it's a lot of things going on that 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 the powers that be is is, is sending the wrong message. Because with the with the Mike Brown thing, and then we had a thing with Adrian Peterson. You know, I'm a Vikings fan, so that hurt me. My man couldn't be on the field, but we're talking about. Listen to these two things, how, how, how these messages is crazy. Adrian Peterson lost his livelihood for a year. I mean, he had to make some money, but he lost his livelihood for a year for disciplining his child. It may have been a little, a little over the edge, but he lost his livelihood for disciplining his child. If we had more Adrian Petersons in the world, we wouldn't have Mike Browns in the world. And when I say that, I mean the actions that Mr. Brown displayed to start the chain of reaction that occurred, you know, that resulted in his death, if he didn't do what he did, those things wouldn't have happened. If there would have been more things, I don't know how his mom and daddy raised him. I just know how they displayed themselves 
in the media when things didn't go right. So if things would have been the household that he was raised in would have been a little better, he might have made some, some different decisions. Y'all, we have to make better decisions from the very beginning. If you don't put yourself in a place where the police have to react, then those things won't happen. Personal responsibility. Y'all, community leaders, if our kids have more stuff to do, they wouldn't be out running the streets robbing neighborhood corner stores. Barbershops. If we gave our young men something to do, put a PlayStation in, in, in your barbershop in the back corner. If the kids if the kids have something to do, they won't run around being mischievous. Yeah, that's just you know, right. that, that's just that's just kind of how I look at it. Like that way, if, if 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 we take more responsibility for our kids and our families, we wouldn't have those situations. But the way things are being set up, the way the powers that be have got things set up, they're ruining the family structure. That's what they're doing. They're they're accomplishing it with the music and the videos and the images that they show on TV. You know, they're getting rid. They're getting rid of the black man, the man. Period, which is the head and 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 the strength of the family. And then they're putting images and 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 words and music out to corrupt the youth. So if the youth don't have positive, strong images to look to in their in in, in their maternal and and in their mom and their dad. They're going to be strung the wrong way. They're going to be glorified in this crazy music that they got on, you know, demasculizing the man. No, right. They're doing it to us. So y'all, we have to be us barbers, us stylists, us community leaders. We got to reach back. We got yeah. we, we got to direct some of these people in the right way. And you know, so the way we can do you it. said a couple of things. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. What, what, what? I was just saying, you, you said a couple of things. Um, you talked about the attack on, on the uh, man. You talked about the attack on the black man. You talked about violence, you know, um, just being perpetrated either, you know, on each other, on our spouses, on, on you know, by police or whatever. But even I had somebody was talking to me in the shop, and they and they were saying the same thing you're saying of the attack on the black man. But then they started pointing out uh, like your Bill Cosby type situations and all these other high profile people who, again, I'm not talking about whether or not it was real or or, or not. You know, even if it is real, yeah. the fact that 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 these powers that be have have chosen the time such as now to begin to expose the things that they've known all along. You know yeah. what I mean? I mean, if, if Bill Cosby was really running around doing all this, they've known about it for 20 years. You know, <laughs> but yet and still, <laughs> you know, yet and still, as all of this other stuff is going on, well, shoot, let's let the Bill Cosby thing out because if Bill did it, Bill thought he was clean. Bill thought he was he got away with it. You know, Bill was on something else, and they, you know, and it, it was about four or five other other things that they mentioned. That was just like that. Like, why now? Why in the midst of this? Why are we dealing with a Mike Brown situation? Why are we dealing with a, a situation in New York 
why are we dealing with all this? And then this stuff that's so old is coming up now. And like and like you said, the media is a tool for it. Um, yeah. It's we crazy. have to I mean, that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, just, just yeah. real quick before you go on that. Yeah. Now, this, whether this stuff happened with Bill Cosby or not, that's not the point. They, 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 they're, they're now tearing down the most positive image of black family that we had ever. The most positive. I mean, we had, you know, we had good times and all of that stuff, but Cliff Huxtable, we, we're not even talking about, you know, the, the let's do it again and upset, uptown Saturday nights and all of that stuff. We're talking about Cliff Huxtable. That's the mm-hmm. model of the black man, the black family, and they're tearing that down. That's what they're doing. It don't have, it don't have nothing to do with his money. He, he got all the money. It don't have nothing to do with sex. It's about tearing down the black family. Sorry yeah. about that, brother. We had a conversation a long time ago about, you and I had a conversation about black history. And, I, you know, I had to be honest with you. I was like, man, I just never learned black history the way that everybody else was taught. I wasn't taught to look at, you know, the Martin Luther Kings or the Thurgood Marshalls or the whoever's so much. I mean, you learn it in school, but every time I had a book report, I would ask my mother or my grandmother about, about you know, somebody that the school had chosen for me to write about. And they always said, you know, that's fine, but why are you writing about Thurgood Marshall? Go talk to your, your uncle. Your uncle's the first black judge of, you know, of, of Franklin County. I mean, not Franklin County, Marion County in Indianapolis. You know, go do this. She always taught me black history from arm's reach, not from, like, years ago or people that was dead that we didn't that we didn't know. She told me to go out and seek people that I can go. And it's almost like she set me up for mentorship, that type of thing. You know, mm-hmm. go see this person. And that's the role that we can play in a barbershop. If we choose to, like you said before, start at home, you know, um, rectify our own lives so that we can stand as an example of what to be and who to be. We can be these truths that regardless whether they tear Bill Cosby down or not, you know, I know my barber, such and such and so-and-so is living right, and I can can still have a hero that they're not even going to, you know, try and tear down because they don't know about Chavez's moment. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? They're not going to... They, they don't know about Chavez's moment. They're not going to tear him down, but I'm still getting the message because I'm sitting in Chavez's chair and he's speaking truth to me every day. You know, he, he's setting up programs so that I can come in on the weekend. Or like, if I don't have nothing to do, you, you said you got space, I could do my homework, I can go and play, play a video you game. You're coming me off the street. Something. Yeah, you, you yeah. gotta do something. You got, you gotta do something. Hey y'all, but y'all, y'all right here, y'all in the barber zone with your man Chavez moment right here on Blog Talk Radio. The number three four seven six three seven three eight five zero. If you want to express your opinion, jump on press one. Let the world know how you feel about this topic we talking about today. Y'all hit us up at blogtalkradio.com slash barber zone. Become a friend. Become a fan of the uh, of the show. Hit us up. We got the Instagram set up, the Twitter set up, Facebook, you know, but hit us right on the website, barberzoneradio.com. Y'all, I, I see the switchboard is lighting up. Y'all, appreciate the love. I see y'all listening. Tap in. Let us know how y'all, how y'all feel about this. The, um, the, the, the topic is what role can the barbershop play in helping to stop this violence? 
Y'all, we got everything going on in the barbershop. Why aren't we having, like, community meetings and stuff in the barbershop? We talk about these topics every day, but we need to, we need to start using the barbershop as, as ways to help with some solutions to these. That's what we need to do. Y'all, and, 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 and it's, it's just as simple as reaching out to your community leaders, your city leaders, and just bringing information into the shop. Just little passages for, for people come yeah. to read. They might not read it in the shop, but they'll take some time and read it when they get some downtime. Just get the information out to the people. That's what the barbershop was for, to get information out to people. Of course, when you come to the barbershop to get a haircut, but you come to get more than you got more than a haircut when you went to the barbershop. That's why it was so popular. That's why it's the cornerstone in the neighborhood. We got to get back to that. Yeah, we talk about everything else in the barbershop except for, you know, helping people. You know, that's why the motto at my shop is come get your head right. That's always my motto. That's why when I go to a barbershop, I can't just go to any barbershop. Because when I go, I'm trying to go and surround myself around people that's trying to be better. I got to go to where people are trying to make some type of difference in, in, the, in their community. But first of all, y'all, we got to start with ourselves. We're not perfect. We just got to try to be better. If you don't try to be better, then come on, y'all. Get out this industry because this industry is about helping people. So help yourself, cut some good hair, make some money, but most of all, make a difference in somebody's life. Make a difference in somebody's life. We got these God-given talents in our hands, in our minds, that we express in our haircut. But, y'all, speak some positivity into your people's lives. Because they listen to everything you say. Whether you believe it or not, they value, our clients value our opinion. Think about it. Just just take a second and think about it. Because we have the most intimate relationships with our clients, with the individuals we serve, than anybody. You're up close and personal with that person in your chair from 15, 30 minutes to an hour. Undivided attention. You're pouring right into that person like a son. Pour some life into them. Of course, we're going to laugh. We're going to joke. We're going to crack on people's shoes and the way they walk and the way they talk or whatever. But in the midst of that, tell your people something positive. In the midst of that, give them a good word. And then crack that joke on them. You know, we we, we crack jokes, you know, we we talk about each other's teams and colleges and whatever. But, y'all, it's all just barbershop fun. 
It's all just fun and games. But, y'all, let's start making a positive change in our community. And barbers, if you start pouring into your community, the community will pour into you. Believe me. (laughs) The community will pour back into you in ways that you can never imagine. So, y'all, just try that. Um, we right here in the Barber Zone with your man Chavez Bowman right here on Blog Talk Radio, number 347-637-3850. Uh, we're talking about the role we can play in helping to stop this violence. I, hey, yo, I see the switchboard blowing up. We got a couple more individuals that look like they want to say something about this topic. Um, look, we got about 15 minutes left in the show. Well, 15 minutes left in the assigned show, you know, it's from 10 to 10 p.m. to 11 p.m. It's an hour, but, oh, excuse me, we usually carry on a little bit longer, you know, almost two hours sometimes. So if y'all want to talk, we're going to keep talking. But you got a caller from the 330-518. You're in the barber zone with your man, Chavez. Who we got on the line with us? I know who this is. <laughs> that's right. That's right. You know who it is. It's your dog, Keith. What's up? What's up, What's up, man? Happy happy New Year to you, good brother, man. Good to speak to you, man. Happy New Year to my barber fam. What's up, Chris Burke? What's happening? Good to hear your voices and everything. Caliber in the building, man. Caliber in the building. Hey, man, I don't know if I told you officially, man, but congratulations on the shop. I may hit you on the Facebook or whatever, but, hey, man, congratulations on the shop, man. I hope everything's going well up there, good brother. Man, I definitely appreciate it. It's it's doing very well, very very well, man. This has uh, been a, a change uh, that's been for for the better for sure. Um, y'all were speaking on making history ourselves, and that's kind of what I've done here in Youngstown, as far as being uh, an innovator and making history of being the first black barbershop in our mall. So that's one of my positive yeah. steps towards you know, being influential in uh, young lives and kind of mentoring young barbers coming up that it, you can do more than just be part of that hood shop. Now, now don't <laughs> get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. It's always a place for every type of shop there is. So I don't, I don't mm-hmm. you know, disregard any of that. You got to have every type of shop, but exactly. when you want to see something, when you want to see something bigger, let them know when you want to let them know that they can they can do something bigger than you take that step yourself. Try to be that face. So that's what I did to be positive. Big up to you, big up to you, bro. Hey man, you just made me realize something, bro. What's that? I was, there? The, first, I was the first black barbershop on my side of town too, in my mall. <laughs> see, 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 that's what's up. That's what happened. Congratulations <laughs> to you. Oh, I was man. first on the east side. Make, yeah. Making history. Hey, that's what's up. First barber. Hey, man. Hey. Hey, that's barber love to you right there. Hey, 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 hey Keelan, but, but yeah. get into this topic a little bit, man, because I, I know, you know, you got a little something going up there in your area. And tap into this a little bit, brother. Right. So, you know, it's all about I, I love this topic here because, uh, Stopping the violence is key, not not only worldwide, but uh, in our own communities. It starts it starts at home first. So if you can't get young brothers to see something positive, 
then they they always gonna do something negative. They gonna find the negative route to to turn to. So I try to influence them. Like you said, half hour, forty five minutes at a time while they're in a the chair. So you know, I came out with a uh, the slogan, um, just chiming in on what the ALS was doing. Since they was doing ice bucket challenge, I took that, ran with it, and I called it the chill out campaign. So yeah, chill yeah. out, stop the violence. So it, and it's really just to give you a second to just when you when you think about doing something, chill out, take some time, relax, think about it, stop the violence. All of that, yeah. a lot of it isn't necessary. If you just calm yourself down for a second, then you won't even have that chance to go ahead, man. There's it, it's a lot of things that go on. Like here, man, you would think that older people would understand those values too when a lot of it was egged on a lot of stuff was egged on by some older gentlemen in our neighborhoods some of these murders and some of these just acts of violence random violence was egged on by older people so where's the influence from the from the from the leaders that they're supposed to be you yeah. know see that and, 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 that's, and that's the thing and that's the thing why we got to do it in the barbershop because we touch those those individuals that are that age that are uh, uh, affecting the young brother's mind. Those are the ones that that were affected when when when, when brothers was first getting those big football number jail sentences. Those are the sons of those brothers those brothers that was going to jail who didn't have that 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 right. that, that, that father those father figures in the neighborhood. Not saying just your father, but right. father figures in the neighborhood. Because we always had, you know, yeah. there was always something, somebody that didn't have a dad in their house, but there were father figures in your neighborhood. Those were taken away. So now these brothers are the ones who were mostly affected, and now they're affecting the younger brothers because they weren't, they, yep. they weren't guided. That was ripped. That part of, of life was ripped away from them. That's not their fault. That's how the system set it up right. for them to be, and that's it, and that's what's happening. Right. It's that old trickle down theory. So that's where we have to affect right. that yep. in the barbershop. That's where it's at, yeah. right there yep. in those individuals you just talked about. It's the young boys only learn how to be knuckleheads from the older kids, from that's the older, right. from the leadership, from. from the leadership. Yeah, from from the yeah. leadership. Right. The, what we and call those, those older guys are leaders. leaders. Yeah, they should have been. They should have been leaders for good. Yeah, remember right. when we were in that yeah. class talking but, to but, the but, kids, Chavez, and we and we came across the the whole. Uh, remember the kids didn't like the police and all that. And we couldn't figure out why. Yeah. And then, we, and then then it comes up that uh, remember the whole NWA after police. Uh, yeah. Just what Chavez just mentioned is like there's a these kids now. Right. Their parents grew up on F the police. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's why people talking to a group of kids. And they couldn't even figure so out why they don't like the police. They right. couldn't even figure it out. That's where it comes they never from. had any encounters yeah. with them, but they were just taught not to like them. Go ahead. Yeah. Because they were influenced by guys that were easily influenced in their generation. Yeah, yeah. think about it, y'all. When we was coming up, it was all you was all you saw was 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 good, you know, 
good images of a police officer, good, clean, and wholesome images of a police officer. Now, no. You know, police officer, you go run up to a police officer and say, hey, you know, how, no, it's not happening right now. That's not going on. Because on both ends, that, that, that relationship has been tainted. Right. On both sides. No, we don't trust y'all like that. Right. True enough, y'all, y'all, y'all supposed to protect and serve, but things ain't like that no more. Because what you got now is you got these police officers who, who are, are, are power hungry. And I'm just going to say it. You get the little dude that was the punk in high school that just got beat up, and he's the one that took the civil service test and passed it. And what do he do? He becomes a police officer. You give him a badge and a gun, and you put him in a neighborhood that he doesn't know, he knows nothing about. Now he's scared, but he got that gun. Right. See, that's the, that's the other problem, though. And that, so, yeah. And so that relationship, we know that, that relationship we know that's is out happening. the window. Yeah. So right. that relationship is out the window. So, no, so we know that's the, happening. So How no, come we no don't gun do? is not going to come up and talk to you. No. <laughs> little Johnny's little, not going to come up and talk to you now. No, little Johnny does not like you from what he sees on TV, from what you did to the other kids. No, little Johnny don't like you now. But we have to, and, and, and that y'all, that comes from a lack of funding in schools. We're going to take it all back to them. Lack of funding in schools because now what? You don't have those programs to build those relationships again with the police and with the people that they're supposed to protect and serve. You've taken that away. You, you, you've taken those, those line of communications away. So now what you do? You put all these negative in, images on, you put all these negative songs on, and now look what we have. Come on, y'all. Look what we have. Right. So people to to join the police force though if if we know it's the punk that's always in uh joining the police force, why can't we have a positive image that that was in from the neighborhood that wanted to that wants to join and change what's happening on the inside from the inside out? you know what I mean there you go why can't we there have more of those images there you go and and, 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 and you know what and, and by no means am am I bashing the police because we have a a, a, a hell of a a hell of a, you know, good police force as a whole. Police, policemen as a whole in that mindset to protect and serve citizens, big up to you. We appreciate your service. But for the ones that are not out for that mission, no. Something has to be done. And I, I, I myself have some clients who are police officers who now work in the internal investigation to investigate other police officers because right. – they, they they seen it go on and can't let it happen anymore. Right. Well, y'all, all, the the police as, as a whole, they're not bad. You've got some bad apples. You've got some bad instances that have tainted our relationship. Come on, y'all. We got to do better as a whole. Yeah, one thing Lamont and I were talking about was um, was that uh, bridging the gap program. And that's exactly what it does. Like when you said they're not doing it to the schools anymore, or the school is not calling on and asking the police to do it, the police have the program to their community liaison department. They're going out to the schools. And so what 
Lamont and I have talked about is um, through the state, and I wanted to ask you, Keelan, if you would be willing to uh, participate in it, uh, to bring a program in that introduces the police and their, um, how can I explain it? Um, when you're confronted by the police, there's a certain there's a there's a certain thing that they're expecting to see, and um, mm-hmm. and 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 what this program does is it gives them this information at a time that they don't that they can absorb it so that they'll have it when they need it. Does that make sense? And they do it through role playing. You. So so yeah so uh, you know they'll they'll take about an hour hour and a half. Um, and and uh, go through all different types of scenarios on you know on how uh, how how to act and how to interact and how to react to certain things. And like we were in a meeting one day, and this guy was talking about the dude that got shot because he came out of his car and went back in his car to reach for his uh, for his wallet. And wallet, right? And the dude was like the dude was like going off. The dude was telling the story. And me and Chavez was looking at him. I'm like, I would have never just jumped in my car without saying something. You know, do like no. your license and you dive in your right. you dive in your car. <laughs> you know, no, I'm, no, I'm not going like, no. you know, like my life. So here's the thing about that, The thing is, it, it, it shouldn't even it be is. like that, man. Yeah, it, 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 yeah. It, it, right, it right, shouldn't right. even be like that. Yeah. So now and, what, and we, the, what we have to figure out is how to resolve this stuff. And, and, yeah, and we do it with information. Yeah. We do it in a sit-down scenario yeah. where where officers say, you know, hey, we have a measure of authority that we have to use, we have to expect. But you can quickly right. resolve a situation by, you know, Either answering simple questions or, or 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 just doing exactly what I say, you know, so that it gets you out of the way, so I can get to whatever. You know, they they talk about all these things. I know one of the one of the sessions. Right, I right, called, right. They they said we have um three communities to use an example. Three communities in in, in one area. Bexley's in one place, Columbus is in one place, and Whitehall's in one place. And this is all in about a mile and a half. Okay. Yeah. So if you get pulled over right here. And you know, it's all of a sudden, you see three police cars, one from each, one from each locale. You know, then all of a sudden, you feel threatened, and you start reacting, or you know, like, oh, what? and he's like, no, that's normal. You know, and so you know, when they come and, and let people know that that's normal for you to be, for all three people to come and respond, they're looking out for each other, just like you would if if you thought something was you know going down. And this and it's not a threatening situation. As a matter of fact, if you just continue to to sit there and answer whatever question or whatever, and you know those other two police cars usually go away as soon as they see that there's nothing going down. You know, but yeah. right. hey. information. That information. Let's Here, here's decisions. my. What's here's that? my thing, Chris. Mm-hmm. Here's my thing. We just had a meeting on this. Uh, it was called "Does Race Matter." And there was a panel of people. They had the mayor, mm-hmm. police chief from Youngstown, police chief from Boardman, and some pastors and everything up there. We discussed this whole thing that you're talking about right there. Mm-hmm. What I have a problem with is, like, I agree, we all do need training on that. Mm-hmm. Like, we, we need to know, like, as a black man, when I get stopped, mm-hmm. certain procedures that I need to do, 
okay, just because of what's going on. But why is it that I have to be trained to get stopped by the police? Why doesn't the police? Why don't the police have diversity training themselves within the within exactly. the um, they their, did in their protocol? You know what I mean? They did in Columbus. I heard it hasn't been for a while though. But they did in Columbus. They, yeah, they they, they, I asked, they I asked did. Some officers the same it, question. It, yeah, but it, they did. But it, they it, don't it, hear. It's no longer. It, it, it's no longer. Uh, it's no longer available. And it hasn't been for a while, and the reason they stopped it is because it wasn't diverse enough. It it it, it didn't. It yeah, wasn't effective I heard enough. the same thing, Shavez. Yeah, that's what it uh, was. And I'll say they, this too. It was right. actually just a program just to say we have diversity training, but it didn't. Yeah. It 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 it, it, it didn't. It wasn't specific enough because, like here, we have a large population, the second largest population of Somalians in the country. So. If you right. don't address don't if you don't address the issue with the the the, the diversity with the Somalians, no, that that's not you're not encompassing your whole community. Right. So you're going to have yeah. barriers here because we've had instances where there has been language and, and and cultural barriers that resulted in some some wrong action. Right. So yeah. So that 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 quote unquote. Peeling, I hear you. That quote unquote the diversity training needs to be a fully encompassing fully uh, yeah, yeah. program because it's no yeah, longer agreed. just white communities and black communities. It's a melting pot. You've got everybody living amongst everybody. You officers are all nationalities. So it there needs to be mm-hmm. more diverse training and. Actually, actually, what what can happen? What needs to happen is we need to have more dialogue and community meetings where the diversity training is with exactly. the police Within. and the community that they serve. Well, that's yes. what I was going to say. That's, is with this, with this, that's with the this best program. way to much, train. Yeah, and and that's where that's where the panel was going with it as yeah. well. Like they want to they're going to go then, out and actually talk to the community, right? Police chiefs that's and all. police officers together in these yeah, community that's, that's, type of that. meetings. So that's that's the better way. Yeah, that was the two things I was going to say. The, the that the diversity piece comes comes from this this community liaison, liaisons go both ways. So there's a lot of data that's taken from this, the conversations that go on because you've got the public asking questions. And yeah. um, when they do, I've seen I've seen some of the uh, reports that go on after it. All these questions, all these responses are all, are all documented. And so they're accumulated. And, and then they go back to the police force on, on, um, you know, well, these are some concerns. They asked me this. I mean, you know, we've all taught hair classes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Somebody's yeah. going to ask you yeah. something that wasn't in the book. And <laughs> you'd be like, you know what? They exactly. never even did say nothing about that. Or we didn't cover that. We have to get back I never thought yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah. We have yeah. to research that so, one. Know. Yeah. <laughs> right. And so, you know, yeah. so, so that's that's where a lot of it comes. And, and the Bridging the Gap program is directed at youth. It's not necessarily directed at at African Americans, but there right. is a a tag in there that says African Americans. This is information that African American young African American males need simply because the the statistics show that 
this is where we're having the issues. In other words, yeah. Who's you know who's who's having the most conflict in these situations that are resulting in the, in the worst case scenarios? It's African American males. We see that on the news. If we look at other numbers, who's going to jail? This and how many of these situations? I remember when um, when uh, we were talking about this program five five years ago. Uh, they said that uh, three officers were talking and they said that. Uh, most most stops could result in in letting the person go on about their business if they didn't have attitude and disposition that drives yep. them to look further <laughs> into what what's going on. So you stop five people and three people go to jail when really all four four of them or maybe all five of them could have gone. You know, you didn't know that they was, they had a warrant. You weren't going to look for them to have a warrant, but they got a mouth and yep. then they got an attitude, and you, and you know they won't do this, and so you got to stop them. And that soon See, that, Chris, uh, that goes back to what we said earlier. That goes back to what we said earlier. Personal responsibility. If the officer stops you and you've done nothing, license, registration, and all that, boom, give it to him. Don't say nothing. Mm-hmm. Why? Yeah. He's on. And here's the thing. He's only doing his job. When he stops you initially, because something something drew his attention, whether it was a tail light, you didn't put your blinker on or whatever, or you may you know keep it real, might well just be guilty of driving while black. But let's not give him, let's not give him more ammunition. Let, let let's right. not make their job harder, more challenging than what it already is, because yeah. it. Right. If you're guilty, if you got the warrant or whatever, you're going to go to jail anyway. Right. You were wrong. Personal responsibility. We have to go into that. Well, he was Yo, saying most of the time he wouldn't even know about the warrant. And then he said, he, yeah. he said, all of a sudden, you know, you want to let this guy go and he got a mouth. Now you find a gun in his car. <laughs> yeah. Or, or you find, oh, yeah, or yeah, yeah. You, you, yeah, you find contraband of some sort. You know, and so... That's, that was kind of what their point was, and so... This, uh, man. Look at this. It's crazy. Right now, the news just came on. Oh, y'all, we over there o'clock. But the news just come on. What's the first thing? One arrested, and then police police involved shooting on the west side. First thing in the news. This is what we talk about. Very first thing mm-hmm. just comes on the news. Hey, y'all, but yeah. we in the barber zone in overtime, y'all. It's past 11 o'clock, so we still talking. I uh, see we still got the individuals in the queue. Um... Hey y'all, let me add, let me add my man. Looks like we got my man Emmett on here. Uh, brother Emmett, welcome to the show. Emmett Brown. Yes, sir. Emmett, Emmett Brown. Brown. Yes. Good brother Emmett Brown. Emmett Brown. Brown. That my man. What's King going on? on yeah, that's brother Emmett. Yes, sir. <laughs> man, I'm gonna play devil's advocate a little bit, man, but. Y'all's last couple comments really hit it on the head for me. It's like, uh, you know, growing up with some of the same issues that our youth is going through today and all that type of stuff. I feel like this. I was an athlete. You know, when I, I played basketball, ran track, I played football. When I, was, when I was on the court, I had to learn the rules of basketball to effectively or to be effective at it. Now, yes. when I played football, them, them rules didn't apply. So what I feel like, and like I said, your brothers didn't really hit it on the head these last few comments, is personal responsibility and uh, 
I do feel like we have to learn the rules to the game, and the rules to the game is like white supremacy. Not on no just super racist or nothing like that, but it just is what it is. So since we live in that construct, you got to learn how to navigate through it. Now, you still keep your, your, your identity and work on yourself, but it's like if I'm on the basketball court, i got to learn what a travel is so I don't get called for that. You know, we are born to this mm-hmm. image as a community uh, like y'all were talking about earlier, like, fuck the police or why y'all effing with me and this, that, and the third. And it's like, man, you got to understand what their job is. So it, it, it's vital that we do understand and learn the skills of how to deal with the police. Because it's like, you know, when we was little, think about it. We were taught dress for success. You know, when we were knuckleheads in school, they taught us the game. You know, kind of fake it till you make it. On the job interview, you tell them everything they want to hear. You understand what I'm saying? Like, now... As you get a little older, you kind of, you know, you got to take a moral and personal responsibility over your life to be, to be that, to really be that person. But every time you get pulled over by an officer, that's your interview. You tell him everything, you be respectful. You, you know, <laughs> get yourself together. And like me as a person, as my barbershop, we set a standard. It's like, you know, be the example. Whatever you, you want the see, we don't listen to hip hop in the shop. You know, we don't do a lot of stuff. And it's not about selling out or nothing like that, but it's like, man. It's somewhat of survival, but at the same time, it's raising a slow standard of what life should be. You know what I mean? That's so, right. you know, as long as we come together and, and being that example for people to see, you know, it's like walking into a dirty house. When you walk into a dirty house, you might have, a, you know, your fast food in your hand. You feel comfortable setting that down anywhere because you walked into a dirty house. But if you walk into a clean mm-hmm. house and you got something in your hand, you don't even feel comfortable setting that down. You're like, what, what do I need to do? You understand what I'm saying? So, You're right. And, 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 and that, I feel you. Yeah, and it's just right. like, I, I just feel, you know, we got to be that example. We also got to hold each other accountable, like Mike Brown and the, um, the Eric Gardner situation. It's like, look, man, you may be right in this situation, but this ain't the right way to go about it. We're going to fight this out in court. You understand what I'm saying? So That's it's right. like, some of our brothers, we should learn, it's just like, this ain't, this ain't the stage to do that. You know what I mean? We... We done born into this, this image of what black is. Cats want to keep it real, keep it real, keep it real till we die. And it's like, no, you yes, yeah, you bought the wrong thing. <laughs> you, should have, you, you shouldn't have bought that, you know what I mean, when, we, when, when they were selling it. But, yeah, man, right. it's just leading by example. I feel like, I, you know, I, I was just sitting here soaking up all the information from the brothers, man, and I enjoy listening in. Yeah, yeah. appreciate you, um, That was one of the days to be for that's another one of the messages that were that were in the uh, bridging the gap too. It says that um, um, you cannot win that battle right then there at that at that moment. You know, this is acknowledging the fact that there are some of those you know corrupt cops that we were talking about earlier. Um, you know, you're pulled over, you're mistreated. Do your best to get to the station in one piece. You know, what I mean. And, and <laughs> right. usually it starts with something small. They said, make sure that you look that officer in the face, look at their badge, and then as soon as you get into the into the uh, station and they say, is everything okay, you know, then no, it wasn't. This is what happened. This is the person's name. This is their badge number, and I'd like to file a report. And that's when, like Chavez says, the people who have been watching this happen and ain't standing for it no more will come back and investigate that situation. They said, but under no circumstances will you be able to to uh, combat that out in the field. I mean, you're going to lose every time. 
Yeah, yeah, you're going to lose. Anytime, once once that officer stops you, you need to obey. Because they're not, once they stop you, y'all, do y'all realize something that being under arrest is not the time when they put your handcuffs on you? Being under arrest is when they stop you. Putting the handcuffs Mm -hmm. on is just to secure you from harming the officer. But when they stop you, that's the part about being under arrest. Y'all, they can either put the handcuffs on you or they can let you go by your what? By your actions and your demeanor. Let me hit it on the head. You have to learn to play the game. You have to learn to play whatever game you're trying to play and be successful in. You have to learn the rules. Take it till you make it. You don't like that officer. You pissed off that he pulled you over, but you got to put on that. You, 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 you got to put on that pleasant face. You got to put on that that pleasant demeanor, even though you're biting your tongue and it's tearing you up inside. I'd rather it tear me up inside for them 10, 15 minutes I'm with that officer than them 30 days I'm in jail for wilding out. Man, what's funny about what you're saying is, us, the, us this barbers on this line, we do this all the time. We all got them clients that's like, you want to just be like, get out of my chair. <laughs> so it's, it's like the same, it's the same thing, you know what I mean? We're in customer service. And it's just when you're dealing with the police, you're, you're, it's the same customer service, but this is over your life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's almost like, like you even said earlier, like, they're just doing their job. Their job necessarily ain't even, we don't have to do nothing wrong. They're still doing their job. Your job is to make their job hard, not in the sense of being, uh, uh, what is it called, uh, rebellious, but it's like, okay, mm-hmm. you know, they, they, let me put it to you like this, like in Ohio, I thought about it just a little bit, but it was like, uh, you know, when Ohio started going through, the money issues, man, they pulling people over for jaywalking. They pulling people, they, I mean, they doing a little bit of everything. So people don't understand. It's like their job is to collect that ticket is what their job is. Now, if they hit the jackpot on something else, then woo-woo. But it's, <laughs> their job is to find you. Now, when people say, you know, it is to protect and serve, that's all propaganda. Now, there's two rules to the yeah. game that we got to learn. There's the, there's the overall rule that, you know, that we can uh, talk about publicly, but then there's the in-house rules that we have to talk about, like I know we talking about now, like, Listen, driving while black, this, that, and the third, just make sure you straight, so therefore they can't fool with you. You know what I mean? There's two sets of rules you got to learn about right. the same game. Yeah. Because that's, yeah. and see, that's the, that's, the officer's, that's the officer's job is to make money, is to protect the citizen, and like you say, make money for the city. Make money for the city. That's why they give out fines and all that stuff. Hey, but y'all, I just I just thought of something, Emmett, while you while you were talking, y'all, do y'all realize something? Let's, let's put this in, in into our terms, the, the the terms we 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 deal with every day. You know how you got you know you, you got some clients that come in and you come in and and you know they they, they you got the some clients when y'all have y'all interactions that it, it's nice and pleasant and. They sit there and they get their hair cut. They're not moving. They're not checking their phone. They're not trying to see what's on the TV. But then you got those other clients. You got those kids that come in and just rowdy and just turn in the chair, won't listen to you, won't keep their hair straight. How do you start feeling when you're just trying to perform your job, perform the duties on your job, 
but this person won't cooperate. This kid won't keep his head still. He, he's doing this. He's doing that back and forth. How do you start feeling when somebody, somebody's negative, contrary action is affecting you from doing your job in a proper way? Y'all know how we feel. Man, that little badass kid. Man, I hate cutting that little bad kid, man. He won't sit still. He keeps doing this, and he knows, and he won't be quiet, and this, that, and the other. And <laughs> Come on, man. Y'all know how we feel. Y'all know y'all got those clients. So think about right. that it's as the, the individual with that traffic stop. He's just trying to find That's out it. why your light was out. He might not. Hey, it, 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 he's trying to find out why your back tail light was out, why your front light was out. That's what he's trying to do. Now, if he finds out and all your paperwork and everything is correct, going about today, I just wanted to find out why you know why your light was out. He didn't know you was a young black man. It's dark. You know, he had, you had one headline. But once you start acting a fool, <laughs> he knows what it is. Right. So it, 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 it's all what they would say, personal responsibility. Yeah. But, y'all, we're going to close this show down, y'all. You know, we've been on here. It was the uh, first show back, 2015. I appreciate y'all good, good brothers come on, man, and, 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 and expressing your opinions on, you know, how, how we can positively affect our community, how we can help to stop this violence. You know, it, it, it what, starts with second, us, y'all. It starts with us. It starts one with second, us Shavir. in the shop. Yes, yes. Let me do this. Let me do this real quick before you end the show because I know you're going to close it out. I'll be Emmett. I'll be Write this number down. Emmett. 330. Emmett. Five one eight one nine zero. Oh, dang it! <laughs> hey, I, no, 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 brother, brother. I got hey. you, man. I'll send you his. I'll send you his number, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, do that, do that, do that. Hey, hold, hey you know what? Yeah, hold and, on, hold and, on, and hold let on. me say this. I'm about to go ahead, go, go ahead, Chris. I'm, I'm gonna send Emmy your number right now, bro. Yeah, and Chris right. too. Um, this uh, program I was talking about bridging the gap. We'd love to have it in Youngstown. Um, I know how oh, yeah. passionate you are about um, uh, instilling the peace and, and getting cast to defy gravity and all that stuff. So um, <laughs> what I want to do is I want to get you to first <laughs> join right. SuccessfulBarber.com. Um, go in there and sign uh-huh. in for the for the because we're going to launch it through SuccessfulBarber.com. Uh, that's that's Lamont's okay. uh, program. And um, and then gotcha. from there we're gonna launch it to the public through through the uh, Barber Zone radio show. Yeah. So okay. by then okay. hopefully we can get you together and and um, um, actually get some alliances between your shop and the uh, and, and police department so that they can actually adopt this program too because we're trying to get the program across the country. And uh, oh yeah. And we're gonna need people like you to do it. So, be my man. And yeah, and, 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 and then and then we're gonna go and then, you know and then we're gonna you know do some some specific shows about you know the whole movement and everything. Clearly, you know how right. we do. You know we we're gonna yeah. do it like that. But that's right. We gotta that's do right. something, man. We, we gotta and, and we gotta start. Harvey, you gotta start making a difference more than just behind your chair. We got to right. get from behind that chair and, and make a difference in our community. And, y'all, right. we're going to use this show in the Barber Zone, Barber Zone Radio, 
to get that word out. So, y'all, that's right. Any barbers you know, text them. Barbersonradio.com. Monday nights, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're going to be back on consistently. You know, went through a bunch in 2014, but 2015, man, God be the glory, we're going to make it happen. So we're going we're gonna to bring you some bigger, better shows with more information. We're going to get it out. We're going to keep it consistent because, y'all, we have to be the ones that make the change in our community. We touch our communities more intimately than anybody else. We touch more aspects and areas of our community than anybody. Think about that. Anybody. Mm-hmm. Nobody and no establishment does the uh, does the variety of people come through the door like it does in the barbershop on a daily basis. That's right. We get the top of the top to the bottom of the bottom. But, y'all, we all show them the same love. No matter who you are, what you are, when you come in the barbershop, you get the same love. So, y'all, as we love them people, we got we got to start speaking life and speaking positivity and, you know, some encouragement in the people. So, y'all, I appreciate y'all. Y'all don't know how, how happy your boy is to be back on the air. I appreciate everybody that was on the show Everybody that was listening, y'all, y'all in the barber zone with your man Chavez, y'all. It's about to be, it's about to be a positive 2015. So, hey, y'all, I just need the support because when you support me and the barber zone, you're supporting, you're supporting yourself and our industry. So, y'all, come back next week, 10 p.m. Come get your head right with your boy. And until next week, man, barber love. Barber Unity and Barber Pride. Peace, y'all. I appreciate y'all. Much love till next week. We out of here. Big shot. Peace.